Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball, some big boys series this weekend. And the big boys are back at it, Talking Baseball. Let's go, Trev. Vamo, Poppy. Cambio, cambio. Cole Tucker, two-hit day. Hello and welcome to Talkin' Baseball, presented to you by SeatGeek. Code Talkin' your first time using it. Save some money. You might like it. Myself, Jake Storielli, King of the Snakes. Trevor Plouffe, King of the Snakes in the showers for the Twins for about six years. BBD, behind the ones and twos. Trevor, how are you? You're mad at me uh, because yeah. you, you hate when I get love on the internet all weekend, and that's what I got. Thank you to the Diamondbacks for rolling it out uh, this weekend. Uh, great weekend. Special. What's that, Trev? Poppy, Poppy, I love you. I love you. Look, I love when you get love. I've told you behind the scenes and on the show many times, I think you should be a movie star. Right. You have that like Adam Sandler's friend vibe to the max, bro. Thank you. Uh, I just don't like when it affects the show. Like today, your standout performance, I thought you should have done something different. But hey, you do you, Pop. Maybe I still maybe I still will. I might take your guy. That's where I'm at. You won't take anybody. Put that helmet on behind you because that'll you might make the show look better. Hear about John Singleton later. Um, okay. How okay. was your weekend, you Trev? Ask me how I was doing. Thank you for asking. Me. Okay. Thank you. What the hell, man? <laughs> Less than two minutes in. Put the swords away. I'm uh, sorry, Diana Taurasi is my girl. <laughs> Sophie yeah, Cunningham is like the coolest person I've ever met. A little jealous. Um, did you have beers with Tori Lovello? We didn't have beers. We hung out for a minute. Uh, Longo, awesome exchange as always. Uh, he was in it, you know, running by. Hey, Longo, how are you? Hey, you know, we'll catch up. You know, we didn't get a chance to catch up. So he sent the text after and was like, hey, you know, sorry we didn't get to catch up, but Snake's got to start winning games. I get that. Yeah, I gave him your number. I know. So I know. I knew what deal. happened. Let me talk about me. Let's hear it. Had a great weekend. Oh! I texted you some stuff. I texted you some stuff in our invisible ink. I'll let you know what went down this mm. weekend. It was a good one. And then yesterday, a little birthday party action. A lot of a lot of time in the pool. As you can see, I'm I'm rocking a nice little tan right here, trying to get in. It's it's almost September, which means it's almost Thanksgiving, which means it's almost Christmas. Yeah. Like it's coming up, people. October yeah. baseball is almost here. I think today. I think today. We can start like really, for the most part, we can start talking like playoff teams. Mm. Some teams, some teams are just done. I think your Yankees, they might be done. They're about as close as done as you can be. Yeah, like overcooked done. Like get it out the oven done. Like you're cooking something. Like you look at that bagel in the toaster, and you're like, I could pull it Burn. now, and it might just be. A little under where I want it, but I know if I leave it any longer, it's done. Throw it away, Poppy. God, I'm trying how, to. How else are you doing besides being an international superstar? By international, I mean New York and Arizona. How are you? I'm fantastic. Uh, Friday was one of the best days of my life. Um, we uh, we played uh, we played a round of golf, 7:30 a.m. Uh, Two man team. Who's we? 
Who's we? Uh, so I've got a crew of dudes from Oakland. Let's talk ball. I, we'll circle up in the standout performance. But we played some great golf, and then it was Diamondbacks Day, and, like, it was just cool. I mean, Luis Gonzalez, just chilling. Just chilling. Sure, he shattered my heart, you know, a couple decades ago, but we can move yeah. past that. Um, yeah. Nice forearms. Uh, let's talk some ball first, Trev, because... As you know, I know what you did this weekend. You know a little about what I did this weekend. I got on the dance floor a little bit. Um, but there was some serious ball. And on Mondays, yes. we do the... I mean, we better be doing this Orioles-Mariners series. Because, uh, wow. Wow. That Saturday night game, I made some of the boys watch it who weren't baseball fans. They were a little shocked. one nothing. George Kirby. Let's talk some American League baseball. It's brought to you by AG1, Athletic Greens. Man, the daily foundational nutrition supplements that support whole body health. Think about that. That's kind of where you want to be. You're a whole body health guy, Trev. 100%. I have AG1 in my fridge right now. Ooh. I mean, that's... Yes. That's an endorsement. Uh, a lot of great athletes have one thing in common. Plouffe, Longoria, Storielli, Tarasi, Cunningham, Perdomo, Gallon, Snellzilla on the bump Friday night. Gary Sanchez taking BP. Uh and a lot of athletes are AG1 fans because they got 75 high-quality ingredients that give me daily nutrients, support energy, focus, strength, and clarity. That's what you want, people. That's what you want. If a comprehensive solution is what you need from your supplement routine, then try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D and get free five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. DrinkAG1.com slash baseball. Drink, ag1.com slash baseball. Click the link. Uh, take care of yourself. You know? Like Trev said, the year's almost over, basically. It's almost over. The year's almost done. Take care of yourself. Let's talk ball. <laughs> I wasn't lying, people. What happened in Seattle this weekend between them and the Baltimore Birds was some intense... Baseball. Seattle gives them the business in that first game. Julio, he is going. Luis Castillo might be sneaky cheddar on him to sneak that Cy Young in. They get it done the first game. The second one, how's your pitching duel? Swervin Irvin, we haven't talked about him a lot this year, but he stands up for a couple innings. George Kirby stands up for a lot of innings. Nine innings pitch, zero earned runs. Bunos Cantos and your birds get them done. Mount Castle. His wife was on The Bachelorette with my wife. Who knows what happened there? And then, my goodness, Cedric the Entertainer lives up to his name. The robbing home run. And then it doesn't matter. Canzone, my paisan, he goes the distance. A little bit of a Matt Olson swing. Bunos Cantos. And there's Cedric Mullins again. Yard call. Birds get two out of three in Seattle. Whoa. Some amazing baseball up there. The Tampa Bay Rays uh, in the headlines for all the wrong reasons. We'll talk about that in a second. 
They took two out of three. They take the first two games. Uh, a couple walk-offs. Wander and then Randy. Randy Arozarena's third walk-off of the year, and that's obvious. Uh, the guard dogs, they salvaged the last day. Led Zeflin gets hit around a little bit. And Tanner Bybee, it's a vibe. I think he's won his last seven starts or something like that. Rays, they take two out of three. Uh, bigger conversations, unfortunately, off the field as we talk about Wander. Astros, they take two out of three from the Halos, and that's obvious. The first two games, 11-3. How do you like that? John Singleton, you'll hear about him. Pena and Maldonado three-hit days at the office. Why not? Kyle Tucker, that Abe Lincoln rich motherfucker, Trev. Uh, his basement's going to have some weird shit in it. Angels, they salvaged the last game as Shohei Otani... Hits 41. Is that number right? Sure is. And your guy Chase Silsleth. That one's tough for me to say. I can't say it right. Uh, they win a one-run game. Altuve has his 14-game hit streak broken. That's right. He's back. Tigers, Red Sox, your final AL series. Red Sox, they take the bread games. And look who started game one. I'm sailing away. Trev's limo buddy, Chris Sale, back on the bump. 4.2 to Ernie's. Tristan Casas hits a homer. That's obvious. And then in the final game, look who had a four-hit day. Trevor Story back for the Boston Beanpots. Uh, in that middle game, Kerry Carpenter, learn who he is. Two homer day. He's putting up a nice season. Oh, my God, and they somehow beat Brian Bayo. I didn't think that was possible. Sox, they take two out of three against the Tigers, and that's what happened in your American Liga. As we stand, August 14th, Thanksgiving, Baltimore, 73-45, and 45, three games up on the Rays. Uh, Toronto, is 66 and 54. Uh, they are in the wild card as we speak. The last team in Boston is three behind them. The Yankees are two games behind Boston in last place in the American League. The Minnesota Twinkies. Hey, Joey Gallo. 62 and 58. Four and a half up on the guard dogs. Detroit. I don't know. Uh, they're the same distance from first place as Toronto, if you want to believe in something. Uh, White Sox and KC, uh, no. No thanks. Texas, 70 and 48. Yeehaw. Two and a half up on Houston. Seattle is six and a half back. The Angels are a game below 500. Yo. And your athletics are 33 in 85 uh, and just wild card reminder currently the Rays are the first team in by five games over Houston who's up two and a half on Toronto who's up a game and a half on Seattle and then Boston and then the Yankees Trev you were so jazzed up at, about this series that you got mad at me at, about wanting to give Cedric Mullins my standout performance because you thought we were going to taste him enough here and you could be right yeah, I mean, I just said, hey, just don't forget about like the flow of our show as you're becoming this international superstar. And by international, I mean Arizona and New Arizona. York. <laughs> the, the two big ones. Uh, swing states, uh, especially when I'm there. Trev, <laughs> oh my God. 
Seattle, Baltimore, uh, game two, you get kind of a good pitching duel. Uh, George Kirby uh, just dotting it up out there. That Baltimore bullpen comes in. Um, and then the second game, I mean, put that one on, you know, if you're trying to hook in baseball fans, maybe not the second game. I think you got to be a baseball diehard to like what was going on there. But the final game and what Cedric did, uh, special stuff in the specific Northwest. Aesthetically pleasing series. Mm. You know I love these. When these two teams match up, I, I'm big into it. Uh, so th- right off the bat, interested in the series. Then we're talking about the Orioles, who they have the second best record in all of baseball. People put some respect on it. That's what Gibby always tells me. Put some respect on our name, Trev. I'm trying, Gib. I'm trying. trying. Mariners doing everything they can uh, since the All-Star break. You mentioned Julio Rodriguez. He's really like, that's why the Mariners had been struggling at the beginning of the years because some of the guys that they were really counting on to be offensive threats weren't offensive threats. Ty France being one of them. And now uh, Julio has just started to go off. Uh, we saw that in the first game. Uh, he goes to provide with a homer for ribbies. Gibby gets touched up. Sorry, Gib. Yeah. Nine Ernie's hurts a little bit right there. Uh, but honestly, Gibby doesn't care. Gibby just wants to win. That's why he's awesome. But really, this was it. It was about the next two games. I mean, these were two awesome. First of all, the series was based around King Felix coming yeah. back. That was you know, cool. Getting the getting the honor there, and then in fitting fashion on that Saturday night, you have George Kirby taking the pill, going nine strong, no runs at all yeah. being scored. That's that's like a King Felix. Saturday night. So that was cool to see. Uh, but the Orioles, man, they just they found ways to win. What are you supposed to say about this team? I mean, there was some there were some interesting uh, moments in that game, the, the one nothing game. Uh, Rushman threw out Cade Marlowe at second base. I believe that was in the bottom of the ninth. And like, I, I think Marlowe had it stolen, but he went in feet first and kind of like, didn't off. have a great slide. So like that's interesting, um, and then you have, uh, I mean Cedric doing his thing. He steals third base, brings the infield in. Mountcastle off Munoz, hundred miles an hour in, hundred and five back out, back up the box. I mean it's it's all very very impressive baseball. Felix Bautista, not King Felix. Mariners fans do not like that, no. and they shouldn't. And nor should they. They, they should not. They yeah. should not. Let's do something different mm. for all Felix, like Felix the Great, or. That's not yeah, he doesn't the mountain. Not I yet. think I think they're pushing that. Yeah, let's just let's just do that. That's fine. But they can't do the mountain when they have Mount Castle. I don't know. And Game um, of Thrones. And Game of Thrones. Yeah. Well that that works for me. Dude, I saw a nice you're Trev, you have a loser side like me. I saw a clip on X today that was uh you know, I forget how big Game of Thrones was. There was like a bar watch party and spoilers um, if you're catching up on Thrones. When uh when Daenerys comes in on the dragon the first time and fucks up the Lannister army and they were doing yeah. They, they, oh yeah they had a camera of the live bar reaction it was so cool um well they're they're bringing they're bringing the money back they're bringing a bunch of gold and they have all <laughs> their they have all of the uh, wagons just lined up and you got Braun there yeah. you know it's 
That's a great. And then that's when uh, <laughs> don't no. Jamie Lannister tries to end the freaking war right then. He tries to go after uh, Daenerys yeah. and Bronn saves them at the last second. Yeah. Um, and they so, hold their breath for five minutes underwater. Back to it. Um, so a couple interesting perspectives. Uh, that second game, the arm talent that came in, my goodness. So, Trev, I mentioned, you know, I had a pretty ripper of a weekend. After the Snakes game, went out in Scottsdale, like danced, like brought my A game. Um, the boys executed a perfect game. Like, we're a little older now, so we were the old guys, like kind of on the outside of the dance floor. Like, you know, you kids have fun. Old, old town? Uh, where do we go? Different. Boondocks? Um, and then okay. we kind of found our lane on the dance floor, and we were just kind of being silly, squirrely guys. And then there was a lot of eyes on us, and we killed it. Um, Saturday night, uh, everyone's leaving early Sunday, so we're not turning up. Uh, we did our fantasy football draft. And so I put this game on. This is the Fox uh, game. And so, you know, A, when Felix Bautista came out, my buddies that don't follow baseball were like, what? That Who dude, is this guy? That dude throws the ball? He looks like a left tackle. Um, yeah. Him and Munoz, I mean, those guys coming out of the bullpen, easy hunge right there. Um, just the arm talent. This is after Yenier Cano, who, by the way, he made an incredibly athletic play to finish off his inning after George Kirby is lights out. Um, it was just one of those like, whoa, uh, there is some serious talent on the field here. Uh, Mount Castle, he's been swinging the back great since since he's come back from injury. And yeah, I mean, the highlights from that final game, uh, Cedric bringing it back as good as you can, like a, a last-second stab, and then he hits a game-winning two-run homer. After Canzone hits his first homer in Seattle, he came over at the deadline for Seawald. By the way, it was a it was a Matt Olson swing, like big old uppercut, hit some glass out there. He had the big ridiculous sunglasses yeah. that everyone wears now, like like the you like the ones that are right behind you. Right oh there. no 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 not the. <laughs> Like, imagine hitting with those. What do these kids think? <laughs> <laughs> a little ridiculous. Uh, can yeah. I just tell you something that makes me proud of myself? Okay. Because why not? It's our show. Um, George Kirby. This is on the notes. Was the first Seattle pitcher. And th- remember, this is honoring King Felix. Yeah. This night. First Seattle pitcher to throw at least nine innings and have the team lose since... Felix Hernandez on July 26, 2013. Who, who got the knockoff Felix to, to lose the game? Trev. Oh, my Trev. gosh. That's we're, me. We're t- it's me. We're tasty today. Um, it's me. I did, I did love the uh, yeah. Seattle fans were, were having enough fun with that because to do that when King Felix is back, I mean, that's crazy. Um, but that's baseball a little bit. Orioles are really good, man. Are we ever gonna like believe? Like, are we gonna hit the? Are we gonna hit the AL playoffs and be like the Orioles should win? No, I don't. I don't think so. And like, that's not a that's not a slight at them. I just, I mean, dude, like right now I'm looking at the statistics. 
they have one guy with an OPS over 800, and it's not who you think. It's Ryan O'Hearn. Yeah, he's been killing it. So, like, it's they're finding ways to get the job done. They don't exactly have the sexiest roster in baseball. They have a few guys that you know, like the pitching staff has been okay. We know about the bullpen. It's I don't think I don't think, and I'll be honest, I don't know if they'll be favored in many mm. games. And I don't think they give a shit. They don't, and they no. shouldn't. And they shouldn't because they've been the best team in the AL. Uh, and by the way, they added Jack Flaherty, our guy. We've talked about that. Hey, Fujinami out of their pen, he's like throwing a casual 103 now. So, like, okay. He gets his first save. I wanted to mention that because, I, you know, we saw him or I saw him right after the All-Star break pitching against the Twins. And I was talking to some of the coaches afterwards, and, and the Twins were talking about getting – this guy so they're doing their due diligence on him and i'm sure a lot of teams were uh, because of the fact he throws that hard but he just he gets lit like he gets hit dude and yeah. you know the orioles decided That's to take a chance on him and i'm i guess let me look at his stats with the orioles his his splits good the the velo has ticked up even more um i i saw and i i don't know if it was accuracy it was something like his he his, walks a lot of he's always yeah. watched a lot of people <laughs> But yeah, I think his his fastball, the first couple months he threw it for a strike 55% of the time, and now he's throwing it like 75%. And who knows? Who knows what they got there? But see him being the guy, just just every team thinks they've got the solution there. Yeah. Maybe maybe the Orioles do. Uh Trevor, we uh I always preface this because it's you know, I just put on the most ridiculous sunglasses in the world. Wearing tie-dye, I'm kind of a ridiculous creature. We got to get serious for a minute. The Rays took two out of three, but the story out of Tampa, um, Wander Franco, there's, I don't know, online rumors, social media posts um, about him with a 14-year-old girl. Um, So I'll preface it as good as I can. Um... I know it's it's tough. It looks awful, and it might be awful. We don't have all the information. Like, but before you start firing off your your killer tweets, like, um, that being said, I'm I'm not coming through as Wander's defense attorney right now. Like, I I don't know. Looks looks really weird, um, and I don't know. I I know you and Rosie's probably talking about it on baseball today, but I guess where where are you at? Is there anything else? Where am I at? Yeah. I mean, what the fuck? I, I mean, I, I hope it's not true. That's where I'm right. at. Right. That's that's the only thing you can really say here is you just hope it's not true. Um, one for the girl's sake, first and foremost. And secondly, I don't I mean, just you don't want this to happen ever to anyone, but especially, you know, a guy that we have to talk about quite fr- uh, frequently on the Rays, one of the better teams in baseball, best player on the team. It's um it's definitely an issue, and I think Passon put some stuff out today. Uh, Franco's didn't travel with the team. I think they're going to San Francisco. Yeah, n- didn't travel with them, so like they're 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 doing a real investigation here. So, um, shoot, man, I don't know. Like, I, where there's smoke, there's fire. Usually, and if if this comes out, it's just it's it's horrible. It's it's like about as bad of a look as you can have. Yeah. As a man. 
Yeah, that's oh. where, uh, God, you really, you really hope it's not true. But my God, if it is, fuck. If dude. it is, it's, it's, it's probably season over for Wander. Probably um, like you're out. I, I, I honestly don't even know what happens. There are real deal legal ramifications here too. So, um, I mean that's like he, out of ball. Like I think like, people don't take sec- don't give those things a second chance. Yeah, really. yeah. I I honestly I don't know what's going. Yeah, I, I don't think any of us yeah. know what's going to happen. But we definitely had to at least mention it, talk about it because it is a big story here. Um, yeah, number like I said, number one, you just hope that it happened for the for the girl's sake. It's really all that matters. But I guess we'll let it play out see if we get some more information maybe we touch on it on friday and see what happens yeah see if any news comes from it in the coming weeks crazy crazy uh because yeah i mean what are you what are we supposed to do wander hits a walk-off homer <laughs> in the first game <laughs> like okay great um when did this come out so it came out i think it's yesterday i think you i think yesterday I, early in the day I think afternoon he, yeah it was like kind of slow moving at first because it was just i don't want to say it was random sources but it, it wasn't you know it wasn't it passing, wasn't like immediate it wasn't Buster, it was, tweet, yeah it was like, um so yeah everyone was kind of waiting for like a more official update and yeah. then it sounded like it. he i mean he was at the game early last night and it, it Sounded like he left around the fifth inning was in an article I read today, so trickled in throughout the day. Um, I mean, hey, dude, I mean, let's just real quick. If this something like this happens, yeah, and it's true, you're gonna have the legal stuff that goes on, and you're gonna have to. I don't even know. Like, is there jail time? I don't know. It's gotta be. That's like I'd assume. But then also try to walk back into a fucking clubhouse after that, bro. It ain't going to happen. So it's a uh, man. And then you start to wonder about like contract, like voiding type stuff. I, I don't think there's any language that can void a contract, but also time missed for legal purposes. You don't get paid. So I, yeah. It's a story. Yeah, that we're gonna keep a close eye on, I guess. Unfortunately, it's the tip of the iceberg, and I, you know, I it it kind of makes their series feel a little, a little irrelevant. I, I guess you know, shouldn't take no, away. So let's, shouldn't let's, take let's away from. This. Shouldn't take away from Luke Rayleigh, um, who you know, an all JM type guy who who he has another, uh, big day at the office and. The Randy walk-offs, that, that kind of blew my mind. Rays have six walk-offs this year. Half of them are Randy, and that's hmm. obvious. Um, well, that, that last inning there, Class A has been getting touched up yeah. too this year. He hasn't been the same guy, um, which is you know, not great for Guardians fans. Um, but they had um, B. Lau kind of hits a little chopper to the left, or to, excuse me, to the 5-6 hole, beats it out, ties the game. And then Randy, I don't know if you saw the pitch that he hit for the walk-off. It's 102-mile-an-hour cutter mm. off the plate, probably six inches outside. He doesn't care. I think it was two strikes. It's never just cared. The, just, just gets the barrel on it out to right field. There's almost like some sort of circus catch out there uh, between the right fielder and straw. Um, 
but he gets the walk off because that's what he does, man. Like his eyesight must be unreal. Mm, his bat to ball skills like are that. great, but like just like the vision this guy has to have to be able. I mean, if you haven't seen it, I really just implore people to go and watch where the pitch was and the swing that Randy put on it because it's. I don't know how many players in the big leagues can do this. It's it was nasty. So he gets the walk off. They they win the series. Um, Cleveland. Cleveland gets the next day because they game because they touch up Ze- Led Zeflin. Yeah, six earned runs and in three innings pitched. A couple guys hitting some homers there. Um, but yeah, I mean Tampa's still like right in the thick of everything. Cleveland is like Minnesota is doing its best job not to win the Central, even though they took <laughs> two or three from weekend. the Phillies. We'll talk about yeah. that. Um, uh, but the Guardians just aren't. I'm doing it. I mean, the, the Guardians are rebuilding on the fly. Like, Gavin Williams has another awesome outing. And, like, that that dude, he's he's got the sauce, man. Uh, he's been gross. But, you know, I, I don't want to get you hot on inning limits. Um, you know, rookie Tanner Bybee, 7-0 and following a Guardians loss. Like, there's some cool stuff going on over there. But it's just, I don't know, man. It, this team. It's not that cool, bro. It's not that cool. I'm, I'm happy. I don't want to keep. You you used to hate the Guardians. That what's going on with you? They broke me last year because I was like, maybe they're fucking smarter than me. But this year they don't. Um, this hey, year I don't even I can't even form sentences. They have the fan base brainwashed too. Because I'll yeah. talk like, dude, what are these inning limits about? Like, you gave up on the season, and the fans are like, no, Trev, no, we we weren't gonna win during the playoffs. Like they they knew that this is the smartest thing for us. We have to do tryouts at shortstop. I'm like tryouts at shortstop. It's yeah. August. Yeah. So, I don't know, man. Trev, out on the West Coast. The Astros take two out of three um, from the Angels. Uh, Houston's not on the West Coast. It's not. Yeah, it's not, huh? It's not. No. What's that about? <laughs> like Southern Coast? Is there such I, a thing yeah. as a Southern Coast? Yeah, Aren't they like Central time? Like, they're not even, yeah. they're not even like out there. They're, uh, what's that, uh, what's that, like, Bad spring break town that's outside of Houston. Um, Ooh, Galveston? I know what you're talking about. Galveston. Like port something. Uh, Galveston. Yeah, that sounds right. It's I know that's one of the spring break towns. Um, I, don't Trev, know if, I don't know if it's bad. I, I already alluded to that um, you know, you'll be referencing a really cool story from this series. Um, I don't know. I mean, a little, a little bit of a case of good team, medium team. Uh, Houston rolls on him. Justin Verlander goes out, throws another sixth inning. You know, all the guys you know for Houston, Tucker, Altuve, Bregman, Pena, John Singleton. Um, I don't know. I mean, series-wise, I, I don't have too much to add. I, I would say uh, we did see, and you were first on this, Trev, uh, Shohei is going to skip, skip his next, skip this start. Um, that yeah, something to watch for the rest of the year if the halos really fall out. I mean, dude, it just it makes sense. Phil Nevin after the game, I think there's some quotes in the sheet here talking about he knows his body better than we do. He's there's no injury, just has some fatigue. Which like, dude, it may not be Shohei saying, "Hey, I need to just chill out." It may really be this guy's tired. He's doing a lot, people. Yeah. He's doing a lot. Although I'd probably lean towards the former where he's understanding where the team is at, understanding where his life situation is at. Mm. And put yourself in his shoes, my peeps. 
please do that um, when you're when you're thinking about this situation. Uh, yeah, but the Astros roll here. You know what? I will talk about John Cena. I'll pick another standout performance. He deserves shine oh. during the series talk. So I apologize to you, Big Poppy, for getting mad at you because maybe I did the same dang thing. And isn't that life? Isn't that life? Isn't that life? Uh, first of all, I didn't know he was back in the Astros organization. He gets the call. Not one homer, yeah. but two homers. And these things are absolute fucking bombs, too. Back with the team that drafted him, gave him the contract, five ribbies in the first game. I mean, it's a cool story. It really is. Um, there's a bunch of stats in here about uh, time in between homers yeah. or, or or like first homers and it's been a while for him and he's been out of baseball back in the mexican league back into affiliated ball uh we saw him earlier with the why am i blanking on the team brewers, i think right the brewers yeah. yeah saw him back earlier with the brewers um and now back with houston and look i don't i don't know what kind of run he's going to get here abreu's uh, jose abreu's dealing with some stuff i think he had quarters on shots in his back if you hit two homers and you start driving in runs, like that's how you get playing time. No matter how you get it, injury or not, you get the opportunity and you perform. If we see fucking John Singleton making a run here for the Astros to win the freaking AL West, I'll I'll love it. I will. Doesn't I'll he, love it. Doesn't he have a little of that Houston attitude? A little little bit of me against the world, like I'm coming for you. Uh, and if you want to see, you know, there's. I like a good feeling. Watch John Singleton hit that second homer. <laughs> That's a good feeling. That's a real good feeling. Uh, Houston, 18-9 and nine out of the All-Star break. Um, they're in it. Kyle Tucker is on the leaderboard in every category of baseball. I've told people now to go watch the Randy Rosarena uh, walk-off single. Go watch Kyle Tucker's homer. You talk about... Pulling yeah. the hands in. Nuts. I thought that he got swing. beat. Pulled him in. He barreled the shit out of it. It was a bomb. And a, a pitch that was going to beat him. His hands were kind of out. Pitch was inside. You know, typically when you pull him in like that, you kind of just shorten your swing and you pull something foul. He pulls him in, stays through it, kind of goes down to a knee. It's... He is. Yeah. I know they, the Astros front office came out and said, like, we're going to make Kyle Tucker make sure he's here with us for the long run. You better now. Don't let him get any closer to free agency. Are you kidding me? This guy's a stud. Altuve hits three. Kalos. Scary. Scary season. It's not scary. What's so scary about it? It's ending, man. It's ending. It is. I mean, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's ending. Do you think Angels fans were ever like, we got this? I mean, Trev, there, there was just a little hype at the all at the trade deadline. They added, like, we're we don't want to be remembered for losing Otani. And now I think that's how they might be remembered. Well, I mean, I don't know. It, it's it's not going to play out the way that they envisioned it. That's for sure. I still think it was the right move to keep them. I know. I mean, I know you could say, well, we could have got prospects and reloaded our system. Yeah, that's true. 
but you would have been MF and the owner, wouldn't you? Yeah. Sox Tigers, a couple returns, sale and story. Um, good for Trevor Story. Original talking base, OG talking baseball guy. Yeah, people, how forget, about that? people forget that. Uh, four for four, three doubles, two swipes. Okay. Uh, and sale gives them 4.2. And the Sox kid, uh, there, three out of the wild card. It's, um, I don't know. They got a series with the Nats coming up. Like, the Sox are going to linger. And I, I wonder if they've got another heater in them. Um, they take care of the Tigers, who, you know, I think that's kind of what you'd expect this series in Fenway. Hey, Tigers just took three or four from my twins, okay? Yeah. There's no pushover, these Tigers. Yeah. They got some roar in them. <laughs> some cool stuff. That was ridiculous. Some cool stuff from the series. Miggy's last at bat at Fenway. They gave him a really nice uh, ovation. I saw a video from my friend Will Middlebrooks, who's calling the games yeah. there from Nesson. Um, I saw Justin Turner make like a flip play from second base. Like what's he still doing? Making plays like that, dude. How about the Urias tag? You see that one? Yeah, that was really nice. Um, socks are in a position, man. I'm happy sale came back. Uh, looked really good. Uh, Cutter Crawford is looking good. Uh, this is a team that I think I know we're pretty much a Thanksgiving now, but I think they're going to be there, dude. What are they? They're four games back, three games back. Three right of the now. wild card. They've got a big They're road gonna... trip. Big road trip coming up. It's Nats, so handle your business. Then it's Yankees, Houston. So I got, a, I got a Chris Rose question for you. Okay. Seattle or Boston? Better chance to make the playoffs. Seattle. Easy schedule. Seattle. I mean, Seattle was. A, they were in the playoffs Saturday before they lost to Baltimore. It was their first time technically being in the dance. Um, and it just feels like they're more on the upslope. Like they're, they feel like they've been playing a better brand of baseball. Um, I don't know. I mean, the Sox can get hot. And when, when that offense clicks, which, you know, that's been one of my analytical secrets this year. Um, they can bang with anyone. So if they're getting, you know, sales back, Bayo, you mentioned Crawford, Pavetta, Paxton, like, all right. Chris, Mur- Chris Murphy, 57-pitch, uh, three-inning save. Good for you, kid. Have a day at the office. Adam Duvall, big game. Let's do some NL. Let's do it, Poppy. Oh, you're Dodgers, Trev? Your Dodgers came out and they four game swept my rocks. Um, man, they pitched in this series. Three of the games they held to the Rockies to one run only. The final day, Urias went seven innings, 12 Ks on him. Uh, although the Rocks did push a couple across thanks to Cole Tucker. Uh, the Dodgers are hot, people. Uh, Mickey Rojas, Homer. Yep. Uh, Kike, Peralta, Mookie. I think we've won eight straight now. Uh, yeah, the Dodgers, it looks like they've reclaimed the West. And I think the conversation is, 
is Dodgers-Braves a conversation because the Braves took three out of four from the New York Mets. They took the first three games. They only allowed three runs in those first three games. Game two, they put up a 21-burger. 7-0, to 3 6-0. But the Mets fight back Sunday night baseball. They get to one of my favorite names, Yanni Chirinos. Uh, they push six across on him. Rafael Ortega back in the mix. How about it? Uh, Sanga gives a quality start. Braves fight at the end and almost come back and get it. Uh, Braves take three out of four from the Metropolitans. Their whole lineup hits. Sean Murphy hitting seven hole with an OPS in the nines. Jesus. Matt Olson's going to hit 60 homers. D-backs take two out of three from the Padres. You know I was in the building that first night for the loss, but it's Blake Snell. What are you supposed to do? Tatis, Bogarts, Cronenworth, Soto. Yes, yes, yes. That's their formula. But the Snakes do not care because their formula, Zach Gallen, six shutty. How about Tommy Pham? Trade deadline acquisition with Christian Walker having a nice day. And then the big pinch hit by Lourdes Gurriel Jr. to sneak out the Sunday victory and get a series win. Boy, did the Snakes lead that, need that after their big old losing streak. That's gone. Put it in our rear view. 25th anniversary weekend. We play for rings in the desert. And then your Reds, Trev. Two out of three from the Pirates. Uh, we get rained out on Saturday, so we play a doubleheader and we split that. Uh, and Reds won on the first game. Andrew Abbott with another nice start. Uh, Ellie De La Cruz. Will Benson. Three-hit day at the office. We love him. Uh, and Stuart Fairchild in that last game. Game-tying RBI and then the game-winner in extras. You go, Stu. And that's what happened in the National League. A little high and tight. Jared Triolo. First career mm-hmm. home run. Happy for you. In the National League, the Atlanta Braves, how many games up are they? They're up 11 games on the Phillies, 75-42. and 42. They're about to play the Yankees. That'll be fun. Phillies, 65-54. and 54. Marlins, 62-57. and 57. Mets, half game up on the Nationals uh, for that last place in the NL East. Who had that coming into the year? The Brew Crew. Winners of four straight, 65 and 54. The Cubbies and the Reds are three and a half back. Pittsburgh, 53 and 65. They're a game up on St. Louis for last place in the Central. The Dodgers are winners of eight straight. The run differential is starting to get to a crazy spot. They're eight and a half up on the San Francisco Giants. Good night, Moon. Snakes, 59 and 59. Uh, we're fighting back. San Diego is 56 and 62. Jeez. Rockies are back there. Uh, your wild card, Phillies, San Francisco, Miami is a half game up in the last team in over the Cubs and the Reds. Arizona, two and a half back. San Diego on life support, five and a half back. Uh, Trevor, I, I think the story is, and maybe it's less series. Um, but we can highlight some guys per usual. But the Dodgers, you know, we we kind of did a whole drift through the year. The Snakes had their run. The Giants had their run. 
the Dodgers came back and were about it. Now it feels like they've hit the go button and you can't talk National League if if you're not mentioning the Dodgers. I mean, I feel like anybody that's really following ball understands that give the Dodgers 162. That's why you play it. Like they're going to be all right. You know, they obviously have dealt with some injuries to the pitching staff, but now they're like kind of getting healthy there. We're talking about Walker Bueller also might be coming back people. Uh, but this was a mismatch, dude. It, it really was. I mean, no offense to the Rockies. I went to the game on Saturday to go right. see Cole, which was tough because I missed batting practice because somebody in my family wasn't ready to go on time. Not going to name any names because I love her so much. I'll let you guys figure out who I've that got, was. I've got it down to two. Narrows, narrows it down. Yeah, there's two. There's got two. it down to two. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we had a good time, man. And it was funny because that game, it was um, – it was Gonsolin versus Lambert. I was actually sitting behind Lambert's family. And first pitch of the game. Boom! Was it Zeke Tovar? Is that who it is? Yeah. It's a homer. It's nice. Everyone's like, yeah, 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 yeah. And then that was the only run he gave up through six. <laughs> and yeah. the Dodgers answered right away, too. It was, um, they like I said, it was just a mismatch. I mean, look at the scores. I mean, the, the Rockies scored five runs in four games. You ain't gonna beat the Dodgers scoring five runs in four games. So yeah, we could talk about the series a little bit. Cole, Cole, our guy, we always mention him. Yeah. He did get in on Sunday because uh Profar ended up twisting his knee. So Cole came in, got a knock off Urias, got a ribby. Uh hopefully that leads to more playing time with him. But um yeah, I mean Urias was like kind of like struggling for a little bit. He's goes seven innings pitch, three earned runs, like they're they are playing to get ready for the postseason. That is it, people. They've won they're they've won the division. Like they're going to win the division. And now it's like, okay, can we keep James Outman hot? Which I think is a big part yeah. of why they've been going. Like you need JK Analytics here. You need you need guys who aren't your Best best players to step it up and have above average seasons. That's how you create, you know, hundred win seasons. That's how you go deep into the playoffs. You have to have some of those role players, the rookies, overperform. And Outman's been doing that as of late. Um, but yeah, I mean, they got Kershaw back. Lance Lynn has been kind of like a great sign for them. I know Joe Kelly just went on the IL, but you know they, they didn't do a lot at the deadline. But Lance has been everything that they needed for sure. So they, I mean, look, they're just they're just going, man. They're they're that they're that team. The two things I was going to bring to the table, um, their offense been big on a lot of the main offenses, right? Third and on base, third and OPS, third and runs, second and homers. They're on the. I mean, that's that's top tier, and and they're yeah. going up like you're saying. And the other thing that's been around the Dodgers this year has been. Their rotations just felt young and funky a lot of times this year between injuries and different things. Right now, their rotation, Clayton Kershaw, Lance Lynn, Gonsolin, Urias, and Bobby Milla. Like, that's five. That's five. No, not far off from the five they thought, too. And, like, you know, not being rude to Emmett Sheehan and Grove and some of the other kids, uh, Stone, like, that, that have... Tried to fill in and give them efforts, but that's 
That's a rotation. And now Gratterall's been pretty good lately. And Evan Phillips is having a nice year. Like, it's... The Dodgers are now... They're eight and a half up. You asked me, I think, two weeks ago. You were like, is it the Dodgers division? I said, no, I don't... You know, I, I believe in Giants magic a little bit. It's the dot. It's over. They, uh... They've won the West, and now it's going to be building up for the postseason, which, yes, in their head, they've been doing that from the start because that's what they do. Um, I want to mention Kike coming over because that was another trade deadline acquisition coming back home. He gets crazy loud ovations. Man. Yeah, they love and This him. is actually cool. I, um, you know, this was like a, around the league. A lot of guys were getting recognized. You know, we had, we had King Felix in Seattle. It was Fernando Mania. Mm. They finally retired his number. Uh, so Fernando Valenzuela was just kind of like, I had his. We got his bobblehead on Saturday. He had the ceremony on Friday. So it was a big, a big Fernando weekend there, uh, which was really cool. But Kike was getting crazy loud ovations, and look what he's done since going over to the fucking Dodgers, man. Eight fifty six, eight fifty six OPS. <laughs> Dude. Uh, just Googled Valenzuela. Looks good. Yeah, he looks good. He got he some new good. teeth. Looks got some good. new teeth. Yeah, he got some new chompers. That's <laughs> all right. No, dude, he's, I mean, it's crazy that it took this long because right? He, he's like a legend in LA. Like, you name, you say Fernando Valenzuela, everyone knows who Fernando Valenzuela is in, in LA. That it's, crowd must add a little extra juice, huh? It was awesome, dude. And there was a lot of Valenzuela jerseys, which like, you know, you don't, you go to games, you don't see a lot of old time jerseys out there. You know, it's usually more recent players, um, but a ton of Fernando Valenzuela merch going on. And it was cool, man. I mean, look, the Mexican population in LA is, is big and they love Dodger baseball and they freaking love, obviously one of their own Fernando Valenzuela. So it was, it was a very special weekend um, out there, and then the Dodgers take care of business. Four-game sweep. It's, they're a wagon. The team that has been the wagon is the Atlanta Braves. They continue. Um, they put up crooked numbers on the scoreboard. Three out of four uh, from the Mets. Meanwhile, Spencer Strider throws out a seven innings, zero earned runs. Uh, your guy Alan Winnins, Winans. Yeah. yeah, why not? Wasn't why in my, not? Wasn't in my book before this weekend, and I know there's probably an angsty 13 year old Braves fan that's mad at me right now, but I'm just being real with you. And he goes seven shut, nine Ks. Charlie Morton, five innings shut, seven walks. Charlie, <laughs> ground Chuck, babe. Playing um, in hard mode. I uh. I did change my standout to someone in this series who I will not mention, but uh, Olsen, Albies, Murphy, Riley, Acuna. Who else? Every, everybody. Zuna. Braves fans hate what we just say. Oh, they're just good, and we don't give them enough shine, but what are we supposed to do? What am I supposed to say? Ozzy Albies is saying? underrated. Great. Uh, he He hit a homer in this series, like, third deck in New York and just he's this little dude hitting massive bombs and it's like he's the seventh player you mentioned on this team Sean Murphy got nailed with a backswing split his head wide open and stayed in the game they're not even real these aren't even real people on this team Matt Olson like you said is on pace at 60 homers 
He leads all of baseball in homers. It's it's something else, man. Like talk about the Dodgers getting ready for postseason baseball. I mean, that's exactly where the Braves are at. They don't give a shit about the regular season. Here's here's the thing that I can't process, and I saw some Braves devil magic being discussed on the internet. And Trev, I played two rounds of golf. I did have probably more drinks than Sean Murphy had this weekend. How have Matt Olson, Ozzy Albies, Austin Riley, and Ronald Acuna Jr. played every game this yes, season? Yes. What? I know as Yankee fan, as a Yankee fan, you can't even fathom that. Literally can't. It's like what? How? I don't know, man. Uh, you want to know why? Because they're fucking dogs. That's why. And you know what, dude? You got a lot of like science coming into the game. Okay. It's fine. I'm not anti-science, people. I'm <laughs> not. not. I like science. I actually hated science in school. I'll, I'll, I'll do that. I'll talk about that chemistry. Like there's math involved and stuff. Like yeah, over that. BS, yeah. Like not into that at all. There was a level uh, that we think... should have all been taught in some of the high school stuff. We didn't need to all be taught. Yeah, yeah I don't need to know that. But you know, rest days are a thing, and you know, we're talking about keeping the body sharp and making sure we're ready for the playoffs. And maybe they, and maybe these guys will eventually. You know, take some days at the end of the year once everything's wrapped up. But you're talking. This is why I love it. Not just because they're playing every single day, posting, doing what they need to do, but these guys are already paid, Poppy. Yeah. Like a lot of times when guys are trying to play 162, it's because I'm trying to stack those counting stats. And if I play 162, I'm going to get 700 plate appearances and I'm going to hit, instead of hitting 20 bombs, I'm going to hit 27 bombs. Instead of driving in 80 runs, I'm going to drive in 95. Like that's when you, before you're paid, that's why you play 162. Okay. You love the game. You want to help the team win. Sure. But you're trying to stack those stats. These dudes are already paid, but they are in it every day. And that is very impressive. I'm glad that you brought that up. I'm going to give you two numbers 43 and 107. Yeah. I like that. You know what those are? I'm going to guess Matt Olson's Homer and RBI count. That's his homer and RBI count through 117 games. He's on pace for 60. 107 runs. August 14th. I know I just joked about that it was almost November. It's not, it's not. people. There's still six weeks of baseball left. <laughs> <laughs> if you average, let's just say he averages, how many RBI a week? Four? Just give him four, right? Said we're not math. Okay. We're talking 131. It's a big year. Like, what is like who like what leads the big leagues every year? Like RBI is like 110, 120 I sometimes. Towards I think usually somebody yeah. sneaks in a 120, but it's nuts, bro. 120 oh, RBIs is nuts. If you like stolen bases, Ronnie's got 55. Um, he's got 63 walks to 67 strikeouts. That's a joke. This whole team's ridiculous. Sean Murphy was hitting seventh for them with a 919 OPS. Only the Braves could get rid of Freddie Freeman and not skip a beat. <laughs> and Freddie Freeman's got a one daughter for the Dodgers. Most teams hmm. would be like, 
their fan base would be so mad because whoever they brought in would suck. It's not Freddie Freeman. He, we should have had him for the rest of his career. Atlanta fans don't even think about Freddie Freeman anymore. That's the crazy thing. They're like, we got this hot motherfucker hitting bombs, driving runs. Like, I think, I think, and this, this is a hot take. Okay. I think they might like Matt Olson a little bit more because he hits bombs and he's from there. The fact it's a conversation is crazy. Um, and that is no slide on Freddie Freeman because that guy is a fucking G, dude. He's the best hitter in baseball, and there's a conversation that maybe Matt Olson's better than him. So I don't even know what to do with that. Um, South Padre <laughs> Island was what I was thinking of uh, as the uh, the spring break town from earlier. Um, Matt, I don't know. Sit bra- sit back and enjoy that breeze, baby. Can I, uh, Atlanta fans, let me know. I know how you love Freeman, but in the in the comments here, just let me know if like the percentage of love. Is it still 60% you love Freddie, 40% Olsen, or is it turned? I want to know. I'm serious. I can love both. Let us know. Sound off in the comments. I'd assume they'd, they made the turn a little bit because they know Matt's going to be there for a few years, and they know Fred's not, but I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Um, Snakes, Padres, I mentioned uh, Guriel uh, with the sick pinch hit home run that flips the series, which... If it didn't, would have us saying different things. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's the Padres are a ticking time bomb of everyone with the run differential and the talent. Everyone thinks, and then they just keep losing series, man. And snakes, my God, they lost nine straight. They needed something. Yeah. How were the vibes there? Because when you went in, it was eight, and Let's then they see. lost the first game. To the pods in pretty big fashion there. Some of the some of the dudes went off for the Padres. So it gets to nine. What were the vibes like? You mentioned Longo being like, hey, we got work to do. Vibe vibes were nothing too ridiculous. I, I will say in our, you know, our guy Dalton who who helps gives us our sheet, uh, he noted that the D backs are, and this is a quote from them, they're taking some risk with their roster right now. They um uh, they DFA'd Carson Kelly, and now they basically only have two catchers like ready to go in their org. So if something happens there, they're they're gonna have to improv. Where you at, Rob Brantley? Um, they sent Ryan Nelson down, so they've currently got three starting pitchers, and they're hoping Zach Davies coming. So I mean, they're being aggressive, and they're gonna. I'm I'm not gonna start giving season outlook stuff, but. They, they know they can't be losing nine games anymore. Uh, so I don't know. They, they take two out of three. And the vibes were electric because 25th anniversary, like, I don't know. I, it was cool. Like, announcing Luis Gonzalez and Randy Johnson are, are, you know, going to the hollow snakes and stuff like that. Like, pretty cool stuff in that uh, if the snake season does go, circle that Lourdes Gurriel pinch at home run. Um and Padres, I just, I don't know. I don't know. At a, at a certain point, you can't talk run differential. You can't talk talent. You got to win games, and they just don't. Snakes are only two and a half games back for the wild card. They're back to 500. Um, Zach Gallon, the ultimate stopper. I just saw him on um, Mookie Betts' show. Mm. I did the... see that clip. It's the fourth best baseball show 
out there. It's pretty good. Um, so congrats, Mookie, for doing that. He seems like a fun dude. Hey, I'll go on your show, Mookie. I'm pretty cool. Wow. Uh, probably not cool enough for that show because every guest he has on there is super cool, including Zach Gallon, who was yeah. trying to talk about the pork and cheese ham roll. I'm uh, I should not say that. Easy. I'm gonna get in trouble in Philly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. I don't know. I don't even know where I was going with that. But congrats to Zach Gallon for stopping yeah. that losing streak. Six innings pitch, zero runs given up. Um, Can I? Yeah, say, I don't know, man. I have a Zach Gallon note. Okay. I think Zach Gallon. You know, going to be the pitcher with the glasses and the hair and the beard. You know, you gotta, you gotta be, you're walking a tightrope with that look. I don't know what it is. I don't know if the paychecks just got a little bigger. I think his look has just taken another step. That I, yeah. I think Zach Gallon is, he's clicking on all cylinders now. Well, Longo says he's a stud. Like he's, he's starting to dress hot. Like it's, it's yeah. coming together. About time. <laughs> About time. I think we'd be friends, Zach and I. How old is he? I could see that. Uh, if I had to guess, Zach Gallon is 27? 28. 28. Yeah, we could be friends. It's a recent 28. North Carolina guy. Yeah, I, I, I asked Longo. I said, like, I mean, what's up with Gallon? Like, what kind of guy is he? Is he a guy guy? Like, off the field? He's like, dude, he's the man. So when you get Evan Longoria's uh, stamp of approval, yeah. you can't you can't do any wrong in my book. Another team that was down in the dumps, uh, the Reds, they lost uh, nine, 9 out of 11 going into the final game of this series, and they end up winning it against Stuart Fairchild, uh, game-tying RBI and game-winning RBI. Uh, you mentioned we're in full-blown standings watch. You know, this team's played bad baseball for basically two weeks. They're a half game out of a wild-card spot. So uh, a Pittsburgh team that they're – their watch has ended, going back to Game of Thrones. Sweet reference. Um, Reds get some wins on the board, and they, uh, I don't know, man. I keep flip-flopping between is, is this final NL wildcard spot going to be a fun race, or is it going to be like an exhausting what-is-we-doing-baby race? We'll see. It yeah. is yet to be seen. I, I, I... There's just so many teams involved in the NL wildcard race that it almost has to be chaos and, and a fun time. That's what I'm imagining happening. I think that's pro the probability of it uh, of it going that way is probably pretty high. <laughs> and I really hope the Reds are, are are part of it, you know, and they and they need all these guys to like LED of the Cruz was in the leadoff spot and they made a lineup decision to put him back into the three hole, uh, which seems to have sparked him a little bit, but he's, you know, obviously a big reason or he will be a big reason if the reds you know make a run here where are they at i guess i got to go back i have it up here they are sitting a half game out of a playoff spot tied with the chicago cubs also a half game back so this is uh it's it's gonna be a lot of fun man it's gonna and, and i really i really i believe the reds will be there and i hope they are because i think that you know we got such a great dose or almost too much of a dose of the reds when they went on that mm. heater and they're winning all these games and everyone it was just getting shoved down our throats reds ball reds ball it's back cincinnati's so hot joe burrow the Bengals, the reds yeah and it's like okay season's got to play out hit a lull 
And now I'm kind of back. I'm, I, I'm missing the Reds adrenaline that we had, um, you know, just a month ago. So uh, for baseball fans and for even for me personally, I, I want them to to be in it and be a threat here. It's They're a lot of fun when they're going. I need two things, Biebs. I need you to re- research. Okay. I need to know when Jonathan India is coming back because I want that and hot. Um, and B, I want to know when do the Cubbies and Reds play because it looks like they are lining up uh, for an interesting finale. And while Biebs does that, can I tell you guys about LinkedIn? I, uh, yeah. I treated myself. I tell, I tell all the people – you guys want me on LinkedIn? I'm open for it. I'm no holds bar on LinkedIn. I had 230 requests while I was miserable on the flight home from Scottsdale. Just started accepting them. Everyone's in the club. Um, and the best part about LinkedIn, if you have your own business, that's where the candidates are. If you're serious about your profession or looking to hire, LinkedIn is where you need to go. Uh, they've got some simple tools like some light screening questions. It makes it easy to focus on the right candidates. Um, and small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus the leading competitors. So if you're out there looking either way, LinkedIn is where you need to be. Uh, LinkedIn jobs helps find the right people for your team fast and free. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash talking. Hello. LinkedIn.com slash talking. Post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Check out the link in the description. The Reds and Cubs play a four-game set to open the month of September, and I think that's the only the only series they face each other the rest of the way. Okay. Uh, update on Jonathan India this weekend is there there may have been a setback in his recovery. Wow. It, an MRI showed uh, a, a worse tear in the plantar fascia. Uh, if his recovery goes perfectly mid-September. So he would miss that series. God damn it. Okay. Okay. Well, let's do some interleague then. Let's do it. A little Texas two-step for the Rangers as they take two out of three from... Gabe Kapler, San Francisco Giants. They dropped the first two games. John Gray, my goodness, seven-inning shut piece. Didn't realize that. Uh, Seager and Zeke Duran. Yep. In that second game, they helped get it done. 9-3 blowout win. But this final game, Trev, if you haven't seen this one yet, my goodness, you're talking about what to watch for? Patrick Bailey. Two-run homer in the 10th to get the win. Uh, Zeke Duran beat out a chopper that allowed the game-winning, what could have been the game-winning run to score. It was high drama, intense baseball. Logan Webb uh, is fighting to stay on the mound. All of Gabe Kapler's coaching staff kind of dressed like Gabe Kapler now. It's all beards and those glasses. We're going to have to dig into that. Uh, some high-level baseball out there. Dane Dunning. Which arm, Trev? Doesn't right. doesn't matter when you're striking out 12. How about Dane Dunning? Texas Rangers take two out of three. And how about the Ploof Bowl? Twins, Phillies, and the Minnesota Twins. 
Okay, okay, okay. They dropped the first one. Keichel, yikes. Phillies put up a 13 spot. But the Twins hold them to one run the next two games. 8-1-3. Nada. Pablo Lopez. Sonny Gray. Oh, Joey Gallo. God, swinging a big stick on and off the field. Good for the Twins getting back to their winning raise. Keep the Guardians out of striking range, Trev. I can't do that. Trey Turner continues to hit ever since the Phillies basically fueled him. That's kind of the coolest thing ever. (laughs) And Duran, Trev, I know you know, but he's special. He's special. Yes. Uh, I think he's got the highest win probability added on the Twins this year. How about that? I got stats Cubs Jays. Here's some high-level ball. And the Cubbies, they take two out of three. Javier Assad. Hello. Seven innings, one earned run. Outduels Berrios, who gets knocked around. Dansby Swanson is running into pitches. You hang it, Bassett, he will bang it. Uh, final game, Ryu. Change-ups, Trev. Change-ups. Tyone gets knocked around. Blue Jays. Salvage the series, but the Cubbies keep it going the right way. Oh, Marlins Yankees. Oh, Marlins Yankees. Yankees win the first game, 9-4. Opener day, Volpe and Judge Homer. Can you? Is the season back on? Sandy, complete game. One earned run. The final game, the Yankees are up 7-1. Seven to one, and they blow it. A five-run ninth. How's your burger, Jake Burger, with the walk-off death punch to maybe the Yankees season as a whole? Go fish, go. Arise is awesome. Uh, he put some good swings in there. Yanks stink. These last three, this might be the only time you really hear about them. The Brewers sweep the White Sox. Uh, Freddie Peralta drops it on that last day. Mark Canna, big go-ahead RBI hit. Brandon Woodruff is back. We noted that before. He's really good. Uh, Brewers sweep the White Sox and uh, a little bit. That's kind of where we're at this season. A's Nationals. Nationals sweep. Let's go, Natitude. How about it? Jake Irvin. Jake Swervin Irvin? Hello, 6.2, two earned runs. Keeper Ruiz with the walk-off solo homer. Uh, we had one of the lowlights of the season in this series, Luis Medina jogging a first. Cheater Downs with a walk-off RBI single. That's fun. Nats trying to catch the Mets. Uh, Cardinals and KC split two. Uh, what do you need to know? Salvi Perez had a four-hit day. Tommy Edmond had a two-homer day. Wilson Contreras hit. That's what happened in the aisle. Nice, Poppy. I forgot about that Medina play. Oh, my. What do you do? do? I don't know. You run to first base and touch it or just put the ball over there. That's that's what you do. Um, Where are we starting, Pops? You want to start with those uh, Gabe Kaplers? Yeah, we're Kron. I do think we could keep most of these high and tight-ish. Um. Although the final game in this series was an electric factory. I mean, uh, Webb trying to not come out, and then Duvall comes in, and they 
give it up. Ah, and it's, it, it seems like all is lost. And then Patrick Bailey, man, you want to talk about putting it on the table. Pulls one down the line. Uh, youngest player to hit a game-ending home run since the Panda. Panda, Panda, yeah. Panda, Panda. Oh, nine. Um, yeah, Gabe Kapler. A lot of people still, you know, Pablo Sandoval leaves a bad taste in a lot of baseball fans' mouths because of, you know, how everything finished. But, like, remember what he did. San Francisco people. If you're a Red much. Sox fan, I could see you not being in love with Pablo Sandoval. Everyone else, you should. I mean, it was sick. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a great series here. Honestly, like this is um, two really good baseball teams going at it. I also believe this is like aesthetically pleasing just because of how different the jerseys are. I love San Francisco's unis anyway. Um, first game, it's. Jonah Heim goes out. Mitch Garver comes in, bro. And it's him yeah. and um, Lowe and him both hit homers. Lowe hits one into the bay, which is awesome. Uh, and John Gray does this thing. So low-scoring game, but two homers are the are what get it done for them. Rangers break out the bats in game two. But then, yes, the final game was uh, you know a very good game. You talk about Webb and what he did. And Doval actually balked in the run in yeah. the 10th. Tried to like be all smooth with it, like I mean, everybody saw it, bro. <laughs> everybody it's tough. saw it. Tough. And then Patrick Bailey, who Giants fans can't wait to tell you about Patrick Bailey. Not yeah. only I get does it. he hit this bomb, this walk off, and I went and looked at his stats. I'm like, okay, was Bailey some like super super prospect? Was he drafted in the first round? Yes, but the minor league statistics are okay. Like I think he's high sevs OPS. I know he's a catcher. People I understand that. Um. And even his stats now are okay in the big leagues, but he's had big moments and he's meant a lot to this team uh, with what he's done with the pitching staff, how he's handled them. He had a one seven one pop to throw out a runner in this game, which is about as good as you can do. I don't know yeah. how many pop times are going to get under one seven one, even in the, even in the show. Cause it has to be everything perfect. Like throw kind of took Crawford up the line a little bit. He puts the tag on right away. Um, everything worked out there. Good pitch to throw on. Um, but he's 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 reminding people of a Buster Posey-ish. I don't want to give him Buster Posey yet because go look at Buster Posey's stat page and what he did and all that stuff. Um, but to salvage a series and and to, you know, kind of I mean, dude, he gets swept. It's way different than losing two out of three. And Bailey's the reason that they didn't get swept. So I understand why people are really into this guy. But Rangers, great job going in. Bochi got a massive ovation going back to San Francisco. I think that's always really cool. Um, great series of ball here between two good teams. Trev, I don't normally raise my hand a lot. Normally I save that for oh, you. Oh, you were raising your hand? I, I thought you were stretching. No. Um, I... People have heard me struggle with this because I'm I'm too deep in it. To to label most underrated player in baseball is really tough from kind of being inside the walls. It might be Logan Webb, man. Leads the National League in innings pitched. 3-2-6 on the year. Coming off of a 2-9-32 start season. It's a bona fide one. 
Um, and he's still 26 years old? Yeah. Um, they have that. All of this Giants talk. I'm glad you mentioned Bochi. That's pretty cool. He comes back. A lot of love there. And the Texas Rangers win the first two games. Uh, Corey Seager's a freak show. Uh, so is Zeke Duran in very different ways. Um, God, that John Gray start. Longest start since June 7th. He kind of needed a bounce back. So, I don't know, man. I I know we're going to talk about my Yankees in a second, but when you start comparing a lot of the good teams, and maybe whatever team you like is having a middling season or less than middling, like you talk about players performing or even overperforming, Dane Dunning, seven innings, one earned run, 12 Ks, man. That's as good as you can do. Um, and that one was in the losing effort. So, um, two fun ones. And yeah, dude, I, I don't know where you and Gabe are at, but, you know, we originally found Kai Correa being yeah. the kind of mini Gabe. Dude, whoever the hell he went out to the mound with looked like a doppelganger. Like actual replacement, Gabe. So I don't, I don't know. I'll, I'll, I'll shoot Gabe a text, mate. What's going on there? What, what's, <laughs> what are you doing? What kind of like voodoo powers are you putting on your coaching staff? I, I, I want to figure that out too because that, that is pretty fun. The visual there is great. I, uh, I'm gonna kick Twins Philly to you because I, I honestly didn't dial too far into this series. But, uh, your Twins, are we excited? Are we jazzed up? I don't know. It's a massive series for the Twins. I'll, I'll speak on it from the t- Minnesota side. I mean, lose the first game, so you lose three out of four to the Tigers. Then you go ahead and you lose 13-2. to two. You throw Keuchel out there. He hasn't struck a guy out in the, his two starts. It's kind of a – I don't want to call it a desperation play by the Twins. You know, he had some really good starts in the minor leagues, but like you know, the first game against the Snakes kind of worked in and out of trouble. Then he couldn't do that here, so he gets roughed up. One and two-thirds – Six Ernie's not how you want to start a series. Just get absolutely pummeled. You got Jordan Luplo coming coming in, yeah. impersonating Craig Kimbrell, giving up a homer to I think it was Rojas, which is pretty funny. But like again, yeah. not how you want to start a series <laughs> yeah. going like in Philadelphia. But then, I mean, if you look at the overall numbers, the Twins pitching staff, I believe, I, I don't know if it's after the deadline or after the All Star break, hasn't been great. And, you know, they were probably the best overall pitching, uh, starting pitching staff in the big leagues uh, before that time period. But they haven't really performed that well since. Um, but Pablo Lopez and Sonny Gray have, and they kind of came in and did the damn thing. I mean, Lopez goes six shutty, Sonny Gray goes six shutty. And there were some good offensive performances there. You mentioned Gallo, uh, big stick on and off the field. Obviously, he hits two bombs. Matt Wallner, who's kind of been blocked because of Gallo and and Kepler, like he looks like the real deal. Like, look at his statistics. He's hit every single where he's every single place he's ever been. He's a big old dude. I gotta imagine that he's also doing it on and off the field with his stick. Um, yeah, so I mean it ends up being a really good series for the twins. Um, on the the Philly side, you know, Trey Turner's continued to hit uh, since the ovation, which I, I believe is nice. Yeah. Um, you got to be happy with some of the th- things here. Like Walker got bit by the long ball, but you know, five innings pitched, three and runs, not too bad. Suarez did his thing. How much are uh, you? Uh, how much are you guys paying the umps, huh? 
Okay, I'm not paying the ums anything. This was I was totally unbiased in this series. This is this is like you mentioned. This is my Super Bowl right here. My two favorite teams that I played. I know, for. I know. No, I know. Uh, Phillies fans didn't love the the last day of umping. Uh, the Bohm call. Um, yeah, well, Bohm. Yeah, Bohm gets tossed. Yeah. See ya. Uh, yeah. But hey, good for your Twins. They got an interesting a little. They've got three off days. In the yeah. next eight days, uh, with Tigers and Pirates games in between, so getting two out of three here in a week or so, we could be talking about the Twins running a nice little ten-game stretch. Uh, and you know those off days, especially this time of year, and being able to use your good bullpen guys. Like, um, I hope they take advantage. And Trev, I'm full-blown rooting for the Twins to run away with the Central. Give me a win total in the nines, like. Vamo twins. I think they'll I think they'll get to like right around 90 wins and I think they are going to win the central. I just don't think that anybody else is really trying that hard, dude. And I don't mean the players. Obviously these guys are going to go out and give it their all, but you know, if you don't have the roster, you don't have the roster, especially when the Guardians start to shut down some of these young guys that you mentioned have been pitching well. I don't know what they're going to do. Like who are they going to who who's going to pitch? Does anybody have that answer? Because I maybe I'll ask Chris Rose in a little bit. But who the who's gonna pitch when you start to shut all these guys down? Cinder. I don't think McKenzie's gonna come back. I don't think Bieber's coming back. Uh, and you trade away Savali, so now you have the young guys who are on limits. And I, I don't know. Someone explain it to me. Cindergard. Um, okay. Cubs Blue Jays. Trev, another another matchup of a couple good ball clubs uh, right now. And uh, the Cubbies come in. They win the first two. Uh, Tyone gets rocked on that final day. But um, Nico Horner, where I feel like we were talking about a ton early on this season. Um, him and Belly, both Homer. Belly, Jesus. Um, and then he, up the middle the next day, Dansby and Horner. Uh, what do you got, Trev? I'm... You getting tired or I'm something? Thin. Let's go, man. I'm thin on this one. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what to say really. I like I like Morell. I think he's hot. He has a big hit in the in the second game. Like I don't. Yeah, a, a massive hit in the second game. Assad does his thing. I, I mean, Javier Assad's not in my book. Maybe he should be. Seventies pitch, wonder and run, no big deal. And I think the biggest takeaway here for me is I'm always expecting this blue Jays offense to just like be really, really good. And I think they've just kind of been mid. I'm going to go get some of the rankings right now, but don't want to say that if it's not true. Um, okay. I mean, I don't know. Mid plus mid I would plus. give them fifth and average sixth and OBP ninth and OPS 14th and runs. So it's mid plus to me. Uh, they don't get the job done here. I mean, essentially until the last day when you mentioned Tyone got got beat up. Other than that, the Cubs did what they had to do. Uh, yeah, Morell had the big hit there. You you love him. I do, man. His he's big on him. His swag. Uh, I'm about that. Kind of all the guys that need to go for the for the Cubs did. Like Bellinger continues to do it. You mentioned Dansby doing it. Um, the, they're a half game back. I I think they're kind of. The story here, uh, Toronto is in the wild card, up one and a half above Seattle. So, like, they kind of have to start winning series. 
Um, I guess that's all I have. I, I wasn't too locked into this one. I got to be honest. I guess you were on the same page there, which kind of sucks for Cubs fans here. Hey, Cubs, Jays, Cubs Jays let us know, uh, I guess, what, what we're missing. Uh, some snaps, Jose Bautista. Yeah, uh, another guy honored. Yeah, yep, a, another another guy getting getting the love this weekend. The eleventh person added to Toronto's level of excellence. Um, sure, why not? Marshall has a big day for the Blue Jays. He's been kind of struggling. He has um, been, or not not kind of struggling, like really struggling. But yes. he still is doing it defensively. Hey, which is funny because I saw him. I was working these games against the twins that he had like three balls, like tip off his glove and like become homers. Like he was like so close to being a hero and like lost them all. And like, that was kind of like a <laughs> yeah. funny thing talking about it. Uh, but he is one of the better outfielders in, in, in all the baseball. And so it's nice to see him getting the bat going. And I did also learn, I also learned that Patrick wisdom is a certified winemaker. Yeah. I saw some of that you on saw the that internet. Too? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Patty, people say you and I have looked alike a little bit. I don't really see it. I think you're a little bit more handsome than I traditionally. I have some other things that you don't maybe, but I think he's a good looking guy and he can dance, but make me some of that wine, bro. 20th homer of the year makes wine, Trev. We, we might have to. Maybe he makes you some wine. You give that to Ian Happ. Oh yeah, I still owe Ian have a big bottle of wine. We'll we'll figure it out. I like actually, uh, I actually really forgot about it now. Whit Merrifield keeps hitting. Um, Trev, I I think the final series that should be really discussed: Yankees Marlins. Um, if you don't know, Yankees blew a four-run lead in the ninth inning. Tell us about it, Pop. I don't know. I, I hate Clay Holmes has been awesome for the Yankees uh, for the past little bit now. So it's tough that this ends up falling on his shoulders. Um, at one point, he gets a chopper back to him that he boofs, and that would have been a game-ending double play. And, you know, our, our whole tone would be like, oh, Yankees win two out of three. Can they do enough to string it along and find a hot streak? It feels over, Trev. It it very much feels over for the New York Yankees. Um, and I don't know. Uh, that's kind of what I've got. Like, the the Marlins were... It was cool watching Arise. He, he put some good at-bats together. Jake Berger was hitting bullets just all weekend. And Sandy uh, with the impressive complete game to get back on his BS. So More of him later. Uh, some love for the fish, but... I, I don't know, man. I, we're uh, pretty pretty out on what's going on in the Bronx. I I mean, I get that sense. How was the show last night? Really bad? Like, no. I mean, I you know, people expect I guess anger out of us, and you know, oh, you guys better really give it to Boone. Like, what are we gonna give him? I I don't know. I. I don't expect much from this roster at this point because they've given me nothing to expect. Um, they don't hit. They don't hit. They don't play good defense, and they don't run the base as well. They can throw a little bit. Um, I mean, that being said, their rotation right now 
A Yankees team that had some lofty goals for their rotation this year. It was Cole, who, by the way, could still win the Cy Young. Like, Cole's been awesome. He had another good start. Rodon is back on the aisle. Nestor is back on the aisle. Montas lives on the aisle. Um, so right now, your Yankees rotation is Cole, Schmidt, a Luis Severino that's throwing batting practice, Randy Vasquez, and Johnny Brito. So these aren't... He's, it ain't 98, man. It really isn't. <laughs> so... That's a good shirt. It ain't 98. It ain't 98. <laughs> I like that. We can get you um, one of those. Let me ask you this. Okay. This is a serious question here. Like, really serious. Okay. Are the Yankees wasting Garrett Cole's best years? <laughs> I mean, if he wins the Cy Young this year, which he's been looking for, he's been looking for, every pitcher's looking for, but... Um, I don't know. Like you obviously can't promise anyone will have another Cy Young season. I I guess the thing that I lean into a little bit uh, with the 2020 year being shortened, with Garrett Cole having the most repeatable delivery ever, with these veteran pitchers being able to pitch, what, Scherzer, Verlander, like Cole is of that ilk. That like I I think Cole is going to have good seasons into his mid to late 30s, but. I don't know that normally when people bring up that conversation, they also mention judge because I don't know, man. I, a lot of big boys don't necessarily age the most gracefully. Um, so that's what I have to say about that. Okay. Are we just going to kind of skip over brewers, take care of business against the white Sox? They do that. Might hear a little bit something about one of their pitchers later in the mm. show. Uh, A's, Washington. Washington gets the sweep. Our guys. Half game back of the Mets. Half game back of the Mets. Two last uh, Lawrence, the season was give the Mets fits. So. Lawrence Butler for the A's debuts. I got to meet him in uh, at the All-Star Game festivities. He's our good buddy, Ollie. Uh, he's one of his clients, so that's really cool. He got his first knock uh, double in that series. Uh, so be on the lookout for him because he's like kind of a freak athlete. Mm. I told him he was too big to play center field. He goes, no, I'm not. Yeah. Like, Here you see me play. Your counterpoint, okay. no. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe go fuck yourself. Yeah, I'm pretty much he's like, that's what he wanted to say, but he liked me too much to say that. Uh, and then Cardinals, Kansas City. I mean, we're talking about two of the worst teams. They split. In baseball, so. that's crazy to yeah. think about that. Standout yeah. performances. Out. And standout performances are brought to you by Trev's, Trev's side deal, Bally Sports, uh, the home of local baseball coverage, Brew Crew, Tigers, Fish, Twinkies. I think they got 13 teams or something like that. Uh, and they're loving the new rules. It's shorter games with the pitch clock. And and I think there's a reason they linked up with us on this. They're calling it short boy summer. Um, they're even making short boy beers, 8.4 ounce cans. Because the game's going by quicker, man. You need a fresh pop in your hand. And you need to be watching games on Bally Sports. I think I'm going to be, uh, you know, some of these Yankees games are getting tough to watch. I might flip over. Watch 
the shorter games this year on Bally Sports, streaming on the Bally Sports app. Click the link in the description. Go watch some ball and watch some of these standout performances. Thank you very much. I'm going to go with a guy who you just uh, briefly mentioned there. I'm going to go with our guy, Sandy Alcantara. Mm. Uh, on Saturday, he went nine innings pitch. He gave up one earned run, 10 Ks, kind of back to being who um, he needs to be. The overall numbers are just okay. I think he's got it down to a 407, I believe. Mm. And really, uh, he's those last nine starts is kind of what you'd expect out of Sandy. Uh, on June 21st, I believe that was as highest as ERA had been. It, it got to a five after that start. And you're like, what is going on? Uh, since that start, June 27th through August 12th, he's had nine starts, 62 and two-thirds innings pitched, a 2.59 ERA. That's more like it for Sandy. I went into his baseball savant uh, page just to see like what's going on, like what's what's been different. Um, he's kind of been getting hit hard, at least like early on in the season. And what's really interesting to me is last year, run value is like a new way that we're talking about pitches. Um, just kind of like an easy way to surmise like if a pitch has been good, good or not. Good pitch or bad pitch. Yeah. Uh, last year in 2022, his changeup was his best pitch, a 24 run value, which is, you know, it's ultra red on baseball savant. Right. As well as red as it can get. Mm. Uh, this year, it's a minus five pitch for him. So the changeup just... Has not been good. I don't know if that's location. I don't know if that's spin. I don't know if that's whatever. It's getting hit 42.5% of the time, a hard hit rate. Last year, 29.5% time. So that's a pretty massive jump. Uh, his sinker uh, has been his best pitch, but that's really been his only like above average pitch this year. So some of the off-speed stuff, you know, maybe he's been getting uh, a better feel for it as of late, but thought that was interesting to see. Uh, but the Marlins, who are still in a wild card spot right now, they need Sandy to be this guy. So this is a great, obviously, a great continuance of what he's been doing over the last nine starts. Nine, one earned run. I believe that's what it was, right? Did I say that right? Yeah, one earned run. Shout out Sandy, man. I want to see these Marlins do it. They went, they were pretty aggressive at the trade deadline. They they got some people they needed to get. Jake Berger came over, mm. ended the Yankees season. Um so I, I want to see them do well, and Sandy's going to be a big part of it. Yeah, Sandy has looked better. Um, you know, at those last final innings, he wanted it, and he looked even better. And, um, you know, they just called up Yuri Perez again. So, yeah, I mean, I I don't know. Again, not your 98 Yanks, but... Sandy looks Sandy looks back, which is good for baseball, good for the fishy. Um, Trev, my standout performer, Orioles fans, it was going to be Cedric Mullins. Trev said, no, he's too good. We need to talk about him earlier. So we did. I am going to go with another Atlanta Brave. I'm going to go with Nicky Lopez, uh, who had himself a pretty good day at the office, four for six. Double, homer, five RBI, three runs, sure. Also comes in for that inning pitch, no Ernie's. <laughs> a little two-way Nicky Lopez. Uh, I mean, a fun day, a day at the ballpark he'll remember forever. A uh, little pitch, a lot of hit. 
And I'm not going to call full Braves devil magic. Remember, they went out and got this guy to basically be their bench defensive utility piece that they can weaponize whenever they want. Um, I'm I'm not doing this comparison. Let it be known I'm not doing this comparison. But... Know who's been great at shortstop for the Braves, who you've highlighted last episode, Trev? Uh, Orlando Arcia. Correct. Brother of Oswaldo Arcia. Do you know, do you remember what he was before he came over to the Braves? What? It was just like a defensive first shortstop. Oh, yeah. OPS in the sixes. I'm not saying that's going to happen with Nicky Lopez, who's only played three games for the Braves. But I know there's something in the water down there. And his profile, obviously a little different. I mean, uh, Nicky Lopez hits lefty. But the Braves definitely think that there's, there's a reason they traded for that guy. They might think there's more in there. Um, and who knows? Maybe that whole team is just contagious because four hits, five RBI, and a homer for Nicky Lopez, who that's his sixth career home run. And he comes in for a clean inning. So have a day at the office, kid. You know, can you name, can you name the Braves hitting coach? Ooh, Braves hitting coach. That's a fun one. We've got Snicker. Is the bench coach still Walt Weiss? It is. Hot. Hot. You saw that guy in winter meetings. If that's what you're into, Braves hitting coach uh, Chipper Jones. What? (laughs) Okay, I mean, I didn't know either. I'm just, I'm not saying you should know. It's Kevin Seitzer. Okay. Famous, famous Kansas City Royal. Milwaukee Brewer, Cleveland Indian. This guy actually had a nice little career. 28.9 career baseball Ooh. reference war. Two-time okay. All-Star, yeah. 295 batting average, 780 OPS, 74 homers, so he's more of a contact guy. This guy knows this guy knows how to put the barrel on the ball. Hmm. Get you some Kevin Seitzer in your life, okay? I'm glad you shouted him out. Why not? I, I, how have we not before? I mean, they have every. I mean, they're the best offense in baseball. One of Dodgers, Rangers, Braves. We're Nike. we're sorry to little monster Ozzy Albas. We're sorry to Kerry Carpenter, Tommy Edmond, Joey Big Stick Gallo. Whit Merrifield has ended up everywhere. <laughs> um, but you might hear Alan Winans. Someone let us know. By the way, Chipper Jones is a hitting consultant listed on the Braves coaching page. What does that guy do? AKA puts, a, come, puts the fattest zipper in and just... Come in whenever you want. You're allowed to hang out in the dugout. Come in whenever <laughs> you want, Chip. Wasn't there the story where like he saved Freddie Freeman that was like pulled over in the snow and Chipper showed up in his snowmobile to help him. He's like snowmobiling on the highway because he's fucking Chipper Jones. And you're not. not. He's just, he is, and we are not. Ask me if I trade lives with him. Would you trade lives with Chipper Jones? No. No. 
Your life's great. Love my life. Golly, you have no idea what I did on Friday night. Maybe if it was no idea. Maybe if it was the nineties. South Asana's their catching coach. Good name. Couple guys are hot. Dirt nasties on fuego. That means I'm on fire, baby. Like Waco. For the series. Oh my goodness. Carrie Carpenter. There you are. Four for ten. Three of those went for bombs, mm. all solo shots. Let's go, Tigers. Uh, he does that against Boston. Ozzy Albee, six for 16, two homers, nine ribbies, two stolen bases. That was against the Mets. Jake Berger killed the Yankees. That's all I'm going to say. No, I'm just kidding. Seven for 12, two doubles, four ribbies. He had a hit by pitch. He's hitting three seventeens since joining the Marlins um in 11 games for the week of August 7th through August 13th Jose Altuve duh 13 for 25 three doubles a homer six ribbies five walks uh the highest average in baseball over that week he had a 14 game hitting streak snapped on Sunday and during the streak he hit 456 with a 1.2 or how about Carlos Correa getting it going mm. looking pretty good uh he goes 8 for 19 during the week Two doubles, three homers, six ribbies for a 1.5. Gavin Williams, young Cleveland starting pitcher. Two games started, 12 innings pitched, 22 mother effing Ks. That's the most in two starts for a rookie since Herb Score in 1955. Obviously, he joined Herb Score and Bob Feather, probably know that name, as the only Cleveland rookies with consecutive double-digit strikeout performances. For two weeks. And I love this first guy. Zach Galoff, get off me. Mm. Galoff me. 15 for 41, four doubles, five homers, seven ribbies. I think he's like fastest A to six homers. He got all that stuff. Had <laughs> a boy. He's got real pop. He's got real pop. He's a little guy. He's a, he's a short king. Oops. Love that for help. Pablo Lopez mentioned him a little bit. Three games started in those two weeks, 19 innings pitched, 20 Ks, only one earned run. He set a career high for strikeouts in a season with 180 Ks already this year. Uh, it's the third most in Major League Baseball. I did not know that, and I cover the team. Holy shnikes, is that a boy, Pablo? And then George Kirby. Is he good, Jake? He's really good. 21 innings pitched in three games, started two earned runs, 19 Ks. The first Seattle pitcher to throw at least nine innings and had the team lose since Felix Hernandez, mm. who I got to hit off of in the ninth inning mm. or the 10th. I don't know when it was. Whatever. And that's Susan Fuego. Stop talking about yourself, Trev. Shut up. We want more. We want more. Uh, Trev, fantastic in Fuego. The IL, not the interleague, but the injuries you should hear about. Oh, no. J.P. Crawford. Come on. Basically, his show. He's on the IL. Nestor with the shoulder. He's probably out for the year. We'll see. Dylan Carlson for the Cardinals. He goes on the IL. Phil Maton. I was just telling you Houston had their full bullpen. You mentioned Jose Abreu, and you mentioned Joe Kelly, Trev. But coming off of the aisle, Clayton Kershaw. Hey, how are you? He's back at it. Cedric Mullins, you know how he did. Told you about Chris Sale. Jonah Heim is back for Texas because they skipped so many beats. Uh, Griff Canning for your Halos. Garrett Whitlock for Boston as well. 
and Gabriel Moreno for my snakes. Let's start off the week of August 14th. Awards! Trev? Kels was not in L.A. Saw the Rockies play. Casey was doing shirtless gardening. I don't know if you yeah. saw that. I did not see it. Yeah, I can't. I can't unsee it. <laughs> essentially, trying to shout out Casey. Might have paused the story. Go on. <laughs> I'm going to give. I don't really have a good name for it, but okay. what's like? Uh, okay. This is how you rope me in award. Mm. This is how you hook me. If I was a fish, this is how you hook me award. Okay. Okay. There's a guy, a pitcher in the big leagues that has all the accolades that you can have. Um, and in fact, let's, let's talk about some of these accolades. Let me get them up right now. Okay. Um, he's got a Cy Young. Mm. He's got an ERA title. He's a three-time All-Star. He's a free agent in 2025, so he's got one year left of ARB, so he's about to make some serious cash. Uh, typically, those guys just keep doing what you're doing, bro. But how you hook a big fish like me mm. is you're willing to make adjustments, even when you've had success, because you feel like, hey, I can be better. Things can change for me. That's how you get me, dude. I love when guys are able to continue to get better or to identify something that's popped up and fix it, especially at the big league level, especially, like I said, you just want to Cy Young, ERA title. Like You have accolades, but you're willing to get better. Those are the guys that stick around. Those are the guys you want in your ball team. If I had a bunch of Cuban ball players and some of these guys, I'd win every single game. Yeah. GM Trev coming out right now. But Corbin Burns... Mm. Has done exactly that. There's an article right now out. And it was out on August 10th on MLB.com by David Adler. Go check it out. It's called The Tweaks that Transform Burns into an Ace Again. Now, in this article, it goes over three things. I want you to go read it, so I won't give away all of it. Um, but there was a point in Burns' season at the end of July, uh, June 25th, his ERA was over four, four one. That's not. Typical someone who won um, an ERA title in a Cy Young. But since there, since July 1st, that was his first start. Uh, he's made eight of them. And uh, his ERA in those eight starts is a 2.66. So kind of like back to normal. Uh, a couple of things that he's done. He's changed like the shapes of his pitches. Uh, the slider no longer has a, like a bunch of depth on it. It's more of a sweeper. Now, Corbin Burns doesn't like to call it that. He's one of those guys like, what right. the fuck's a sweeper, which is, I agree with him. Uh, but it has gotten more sweepy, more mm. horizontal movement, less vertical movement, and that's helped him miss some bats. Uh, his sinker and his changeup have now gotten more uh, vertical drop on it. So he's made those two pitches kind of change, or those three pitches, excuse me, change uh, just by the depth of them. Uh, there's another one. I don't want to give all the article away, so go read it. But to me, that's the mark of a true pro and a guy that's like a real winner and a guy that's going to stick around for a long time in the big leagues and continue to dominate is a guy that's willing to make adjustments. Um, and Corbin Burns has done that, and the Brewers obviously need him to be this guy that he's been in the last eight starts if they want to make a run at things. And I believe this 
last series um, was the first time that him, Woodruff, and Peralta have thrown in the same series in a long time. So, like, they got their guys back. Milwaukee is, you know, looking like the team that we think they can be, especially, you know, with these guys going. And I just love that Corbin is able to make adjustments like this and is willing to make adjustments like this at the big league level. So, he gets the uh, how you hook a big fish award because he got me hooked. I already liked him, so I was already nibbling at the bait, but now he hooked me because of the adjustments he's made. So snaps for Corbin Burns for being that guy. That uh, fantastic, Trev. That that time frame you also mentioned lines up pretty closely with him visiting the John Boy Media office. Um, hmm. Oh, did you work a little little so pitch grip? I showed him? him a couple things. Yeah, you did not show him some things. (laughs) I had had a couple ridiculous Jake jokes go through my head. I'll just bottle those up. Bottle those up for another time. Great, great award. Yeah, it's going to be... I think Friday we might have to stimulate because it's becoming that time of year that we can start thinking about matchups and stuff. And man, those brew crew are going to be an interesting one. Burns and Peralta right now. You do not... Want to see that? Never mind with uh, the last airbender on the mound. <laughs> Trev, I'm going to give out the What Is in a Name award. Hmm. Um, you know I'm a big Shakespeare Letters. Guy. Letters, for sure. Um, sometimes meaning. Uh, do you want to know? I, I have this on our sheet, and you might have to butter knife it a little bit, but do you know who's NL relief pitchers? Uh, who has the most innings of NL relievers? NL relief pitcher that has the most innings of any NL reliever. <laughs> um, gosh, let me take a let me take a guess here. Hold on, hold on, hold on. And I guess you know, there's a lot of openers. David Robertson is not. Um, it is Jake Bird of the Colorado Rockies. Um, I think uh, Nick Martinez has an argument, but he also has six starts. Uh, so Jake Bird out there for the Rocks, twirling it, sixty-four point one innings mid-August. That's a lot for a reliever. Um, I had a nice time with Jake McCarthy, uh, and you know the people know we're follow for follow on Instagram. He's covering ground for the D-backs. So we got Jake Bird, we got Jake McCarthy, and a guy that's putting together a nice August. And when I talk to him and Trev, you know we're suckers. It's something that I think you, me, and John Boy all have in common. If you're nice to us, we'll be nice back to you. I felt a ball land at my foot while I was at the Diamondbacks game. I turned my head, and there's a nice little gentle wave. You know who it was? Jake Bird. Jake Cronenworth. So it's going oh. to the Jakes. Jake Bird is twirling it out there for the rocks, eating innings out of the pen. Jake McCarthy can't be stopped running the bases in the outfield. And Jake Cronenworth, who at one point in this season, Padre fans were very fed up with his hitting. He's having himself a very nice August that if they end up coming out of this Padre season, he's going to have to be a part of it. He's got a 974 OPS in 11 games in August. And when I saw him, I was like, hey, how you doing, man? Like, what's good? He goes... I'm finally hitting. <laughs> so, yes. you know, sometimes sometimes as fans, we uh we forget a little bit that you know what? 
Jake Cronenworth, when he was having a 557 OPS in June, he also wanted to be hitting <laughs> better. Uh, and yeah, so that was a sellout Jake award. Um, but yeah, that's, I didn't that, know where you're going with that at that, all. That's who I am. So that is the what is in a name. And shout out I to like it. Bird, McCarthy, and Cronenworth. Did uh, you rub elbows with Blake Snell at all? So it was his start day, so I didn't, uh, mm, you know, I wasn't mixing uh, it up with him. Yeah. I, was I thought sad. you and Manny got together. Yeah, I got to say hi to who, Manny. Who initiated cool. that? Who initiated I that did. one? I did. I did. Um, yeah. I, want, I do want to say this for the people. You know, Manny Machado, that picture got posted and people, there's still people out there that hate Manny Machado from when he was a 20-year-old punk on the field. He signed autographs for so much longer than every other player. On the road in Arizona, he was out there forever signing autographs. So, yeah, I hit him. I was like, hey, Manny, I'm, I do some baseball stuff for work. It's so nice to meet you, man. And he was like, all right, get the picture and get out of here. You uh, tell me you knew me, bro. No, he oh, was he, he was nice. Uh, oven mitts for hands, as, as I'm finding with all you third basemen. Um, but, yeah, Manny was the man. All the Diamondbacks. I, I was bummed I, I missed out on Hater. Uh, he was signing a ton of autographs and stuff, but uh, the whole experience this weekend was awesome. So thank you to uh, thank you to uh, Kyle Payne with the D-backs who set it up, Taylor Jackson who's with us, and Trev. I'll suck up at the end to all the talking baseball family because without without them it doesn't happen. You know, it just doesn't. I love our fans; they are the best. I I was at the stadium. Um, said hi to a bunch of people out there. That's a lot of fun. Jake sucks. I get a lot of Jake sucks. A lot of Jake sucks. I did end up giving uh, two bobbleheads away to a couple of the concession workers. I went and got a Modelo. Obviously. Um, and I had, we got four bobbleheads as we walked into the gate. And I don't need four. Like, like yeah. two kids have them. So I had two extra ones. I said, hey, did you guys get um, bobbleheads? They like, no. So here we got two for you. They were so stoked. And then one of the guys was like, dude, like, we listen to your show every day. We're like, we're big with like people that work at the stadiums. And I freaking love that. Yeah. The yeah. grounds crews are always talking to us. The concession people are always talking to us. Love that. So shout out to all those people that make things happen at the stadium. Work Screw the players. Shouldn't, shouldn't be surprising, but the people around baseball really like us. You want to always... be at the ballpark. You're into it. And we were into it today. Let's send you to Chris Rose. Go listen to baseball today, everyone. We will be back here Wednesday with the John Boy. Let's have a week. Dog days? Why not? Chick sucks. Is it the dog days? Doesn't feel like it yet. It's been not a very doggy August. Yet. Alley boys. You have no idea about my Friday night. I like to think I have an idea. Ideas. Eesh.